0: Welcome to the Reckoning Podcast, where we stoke a campfire, gather around and have real life conversations with old friends, new friends, professionals, and just shoot the shit. Reckoning all things from hunting, outdoors, beauty, entrepreneurship, relationships, life, and more. It's all just a reckoning. We are going to have a little quickie (laughs) today. I wanted to hop on and give you some tips that I've learned from not only getting to talk to professionals in the photography industry, but also I have the opportunity to work with a lot of photographers. And I thought it would be super helpful considering the time that we're in in fall and honestly, just all of us in general. I know we're, no matter the time of the year, we're outdoors and we're always wanting to capture what it is that we're doing. So I wanted to give you photography tips for hunting and being outdoors. And I'm going to break down, obviously, if you do harvest an animal, how you can capture the hunter and the animal together, and just some tips I've learned doing so that have really helped me over, especially the last year, to be able to get really good, high-quality pictures. So I wanted to share those with you. First and foremost, you cannot replace the quality of a camera. I mean, we're I, <laughs> these new cam- these new phones are getting pretty damn amazing. So I'm going to be talking about using our phone because all of us have one and so I want to talk specifically on that. We all don't have a really amazing high quality camera, but if you're interested in something like that and you want to hear some suggestions on what to get and how to use it, I highly recommend listening to episode 27 with David Martinez from In These Mountains. He is a wildlife photographer and he breaks all that down. But if you are someone who always has their phone on them and you're going to be in the woods on a hunt, I wanna give you some, hopefully, maybe some tips you didn't know or some hacks that could help you along the way. Let's get started. I need coffee first, hang on. Mm. There's nothing like some black rifle coffee. Okay, we're good. Here's some hacks. I want to start off with some hacks and some things you can do on your phone that maybe you haven't done yet because if you have an iPhone, I'm going to talk specifically on an iPhone and changing those settings because that's what I have and that's what I know. However, if you have something else, get on the Google and I'm sure you could figure out a way to switch yours as well. This will just give you some some thought. So, Let's talk about switching the camera setting in your phone. Did you know this? Even if you don't have like the brand new iPhone 14 or whatever, if you have a fairly new phone, you can go in and you can switch your camera to a more high efficiency camera. I'm going to walk you through that real quick. If you're driving, whatever, obviously come back and do this later. Listen to me again, or you can save this episode. And if you're listening, you can just scroll up when you come back to it, not when you're driving. From where you're listening to me, if you open up like the big picture and then scroll up and you'll see the show notes and then you can go to there and you can see all these quick little how to's. Okay, so you go to setting, right? Go to your settings and then go to camera. You'll scroll down to camera or you can type it in search bar. You'll open something up and it will say at the top, formats, record video, record slow-mo, la-di-da-di-da. We want to go into formats, click that, and you want to have it at high efficiency. So make sure you've got your check mark over there. And then we go back out and go to record video. And you basically want to go through and just, what was that? I'm capturing some weird shit on my microphone. Oh, it's my dog. Khaleesi, no. think she's capturing ghosts and it's her dog okay we want to go back out and go to record video and you basically want to be selecting the highest option you can so I have and was told to choose the 4k at 60 fps and I've heard 4k at 24 fps works well too so I have I have it set at 4k at 60 fps and then I go back in to back out and record slow-mo and i have that again at the highest selection which is 1080p hd at 240 fps and then i have to give you an idea of what else i have on i have record stereo sound that's green i have that on um i have in preserve settings I have portrait zoom and live photo the other ones I can control within each individual photo or on my camera as I'm doing it use volume up for burst that's off scan QR codes that's on this has nothing to do with it but I'm just telling you what my settings are show detect text that's on let's talk about this I have the grid on and I highly suggest this is one of my number one hacks for upping your photography game is having the grid on so this is under still in camera and it's under composition. If you're looking, it'll say grid. Turn that bad boy on. Let me explain why you want to have the grid on. This is used in photography and it's can be used for the rule of thirds. This helps you create a balanced composition that goes with this rule of thirds. So it basically displays a faint grid, kind of like a tic-tac-toe grid over your frame and it's faint it's not in the way and this is how i like to use it what you do is you'll place your objects in your photos at the point where the lines intersect so that you can make them as much visually striking As you can for landscape photos the area of the photo that is like most interesting it really should take up what they say is two-thirds of the frame the grid helps make that super easy because obviously you can look at the grid and take up two-thirds of that some benefits quickly of the grid is it helps you make photos level and it makes it easier to put the subjects of your frame in the photo. So a good rule that a lot of people use is to put like the eye of the subjects across the line or the line across their eyes, I guess. And then for me, when I'm giving like my phone to somebody else and I know what I want and I know how I want me in the picture with the landscape, I can say to my kids, even like my boys, I can say, okay, mom wants to be over on this right side and I want my head to hit this line. And then I wanna make sure that the point of the mountain is over up against this line so it's just very visually appealing and easy for other people to take your pictures and i'm telling you even on your end when you start to put the grid up and you can kind of see how to take like aesthetically pleasing pictures it's crazy it really helps balance everything out um and it helps avoid a lot of negative space And this will come in handy when it comes time to taking pictures of not only like landscape and capturing your journey in and out, but when you have a hunter and an animal where to place them and how to make it look top notch and professional, turn your grid on your camera. Like you don't just always need a center picture. You know what I mean? Like how many pictures have you seen in, your hunting magazines, your outdoor magazines, that the person is like smacked up in the middle. There's a lot more movement and composition to the picture and this grid system will help you with that. Here are some other helpful tools that you may already have or you could get just to help your photography game a little bit with your phone camera. Some things that are lightweight and you could, if you decided you wanted to pack. I know every ounce equals a pound sometimes when you're backpacking, but things that are helpful, especially if you're going to be doing a solo trip is a mini wrap tripod. And these are the ones that have those flexible legs. So you can wrap them around branches or trees or whatever. Uh, and you can put your camera, obviously your phone on that tripod. Another thing that's helpful, if you really wanted to get fancy is a Bluetooth remote for your camera. I mean, these are teeny tiny and it's just run from Bluetooth, so this doesn't require you to have service either. And you can do so many things with this and it's literally like the tiniest remote. That can be helpful or obviously a good old fashioned selfie stick, but here's the deal. You can just go to the good old fashioned, your rocks, a tripod, a backpack and record, use the outside camera, record and screen grab too. That's what we've done in the past. We've had things where we've got it against Cody's spotting scope with a rock and all kinds of stuff and just have it rigged and you know what you capture a picture but I'm telling you it's worth the effort to take the time to set something up okay now that you have your camera all set up for some high efficiency good quality pictures you've got that grid on your camera because now you know where you want everything placed or you can tell somebody where you want to be in the shot and you know how you're going to set up let's get into actually taking the pictures. The first thing I would say was to make sure that you take as many pictures and photos as possible. It just gives you more to work with. And I believe when we had Weston MacArthur on from Rise and Shed, he has a YouTube channel and an apparel company. That was one of the tips he gave was like, just take as many clips as you can because then you always have something to work off of and you always have something to pull from and I have to say this is very true and I'm very glad that I've done that so I would if you're hiking somewhere obviously you're hiking into the hunt whatever don't be afraid to like take some videos of hiking in to capture the terrain to what's the weather like what just capture the actual memories of the hike or the hunt and just take a whole bunch of them if you're going to be taking pictures with an animal That you've harvested take the time to clean up the animal and move it if needed to better lighting or somewhere that you can get better quality pictures. take the time to adjust the animal as needed as far as like maybe moving the legs and propping it up if you can (laughs) I mean it's all in a matter of when you're able to get to the animal but I promise the extra time to do this is so worth the extra couple minutes of you know taking a little water And rinsing off the nose, the shot, anything like that, I think goes so far. And I know (laughs) in the field, there's times even where I'm feeling like, oh my gosh, like really? But I always tell myself, once you, like, you can't go back. So you got to, if you're going to do it and you want to do it right, just take the extra couple minutes to clean something up. And if you need to, like I said, move the animal to better lighting or somewhere that you can get a better picture, that's worth it. You know I cannot talk about health and fitness without mentioning my favorite supplement and apparel company. That would be Mountain Ops. If you've been here before, you know, you know I'm always popping in talking about my Mountain Ops, and I wouldn't mention it if I truly did not love the products. Something that is key for me for the mountains is getting in. An easy meal, and that is with Mountain Ops ammo. It is an easy meal replacement with four and a half servings of real fruits and vegetables, and it has 19 grams of protein, plus it's low lactose, which is good for my tummy. And you know we love our protein bars. They are literally some of the best protein bars on the market. I would say the best in flavor. I really love the peanut butter one or the caramel. We have these everywhere. <laughs> And so far, everybody that's tried them says that they have loved it. Another part of my routine and something that's super important for my health and fitness is getting in recovery. And this means good sleep and recovery for my muscles. I'm able to do this with Mountain Ops Slumber. It is kind of like a sleepy tea. I like the cider, Cody likes the salted caramel. Try it, it gives you that whole essence of having the routine, something to sip on at night. It'll help you replace all those glasses of wine that you know you're not wanting to have all the time. And it helps with recovery, good sleep, you wake up the next day feeling refreshed and not groggy. Plus, their new joggers and leggings, girl, you have to check these out. And don't forget, men, their merino wool pullovers are awesome, for the colder months. If you want to check out my favorites, go to mountainops.com and put in the code BRITFREESHIP to receive your free shipping. That's mountainops.com and use my code BRITFREESHIP to help support the show and get your free shipping. Once that's done, then you can set up and shoot your pictures. Take a look at the surroundings and see what you want in them. Obviously, I'm sure you have been like oh my gosh look at this or the tree or whatever take a look at that and get pictures from different angles to showcase the animal and the landscape and don't be afraid like i said to move if needed and obviously within like be smart about it but set up and shoot and kind of get an idea of what you want once you've done that it's time to position The hunter and the animal in the space and this is when obviously your grid system comes into play have the hunter kneel next to the animal versus hovering you know what I mean you've seen those pictures where someone's just like standing awkwardly behind it and just like lifting it up off the ground (laughs) can we not (laughs) take the time to figure out where the hunter needs to be like I said if it's kneeling or sitting and don't be afraid to position the animal differently Uh, you don't have to always have them, like we talked about, in the center of the camera. This is when you want to be shooting both horizontal and vertical photos. Get both and see what's working. Remember to use your grid and be placing them, you know, get a couple of them in the center and see how that looks. Now get them over on the lower right side of the grid, the lower left side of the grid. Play around with your grid system and line things up. Like I said, use that line to run across the eyes of the hunter or line up like a pine tree over on the left or right side, whatever it may be. Use that grid system to really work with you and give you some space to capture terrain that you're in as well and then don't forget to obviously get close-ups with that i say take a few pictures and then check them Mm -hmm. take them horizontal vertical all the different kind of options for the grid and see what's working remember you can't go back and redo these once you start cleaning the animal and getting ready for the pack out so it's worth the little effort of being like this, 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 how's this looking? Can we position, like, turn the horns a little bit? You should sit over here. Um, Maybe I could get down a little lower, that kind of a thing. It's fine. Have a little photo shoot. Get your pictures because you can't redo these once you're done. And if you're somebody that's listening to this and you're having someone come with you, it's totally okay to take the time to, like I said, what I do with my kids is being like, here's what I'm thinking, put me over here against these lines and this over here and when you go back and look at your pictures that you've taken to kind of like test things out don't be afraid to kind of speak up and say okay I really like this but could you put me like over in this box and this here kind of a thing and I think it really helps that grid system helps make it easier for both the hunter or the one that's being captured and if there's someone else taking the pictures for them that maybe isn't that tech or photography savvy that it really helps out getting those if you're going to be getting a group photo or maybe you're solo hunting uh, i always recommend getting a group photo it's really fun especially if you enjoy who you have with you and you want to capture who was there to help you through that because it really it takes a village sometimes we love doing a photo but to do this without someone doing it for us, we've just found doing a video. We don't use the selfie camera, so we kind of make sure someone goes down there, make sure this is where the frame is, everyone's gonna fit in it, and we're using the forward-facing camera and we're going to video. Again, this is when you know those little tools you have, like your little tripod or your stacker rocks, your backpack, whatever the hell you've rigged up, really comes in handy. And we'll just record that and then do our thing. Everyone will smile, do the thing, especially if you have kids with you or dogs, this is super helpful. And then once we've done a little bit of time where everyone feels like they've smiled, done their thing, then we can come back, check it. Someone will check it again, always be checking them because you can't undo it. And then everything's good. I at least have a frame where everybody's smiling or looking at the camera, whatever it is you're trying to get. And then later on, you can screenshot that picture, and we've had really good high quality pictures that we've gotten taken that way that we actually have on canvas, and it's printed fantastic. So, shout out to Sherry, thanks for the picture for the canvas, I guess. <laughs> so, I highly recommend that if you don't or you're not already doing that. That's how I take a lot of my content for myself as well. I can't believe I just said content. Let's be honest do you love your website? If you don't, I've got to tell you, my friends over at the Tonic site shop just launched a new collection of their killer website templates today and it's giving me all the fills. What I love about Tonic is they give you a totally unique, awesome website at a fraction of the cost. Custom sites like these typically cost more like $20,000. You don't have to learn how to code, honestly the biggest sigh of relief it's drag and drop it like it's hot these aren't your typical templates they're super intentional designed to convert built with a ton of strategy and even super helpful copy prompts so that dreaded about you page can finally be filled in They're so easy to use and update anytime you have a great idea, and I love that they have payment plans for these websites. Honestly, I love sending people over to reckoningpodcast.com, subtle plug, because I am proud that it showcases the brand the way I envisioned it, and it truly does convert. Use my special discount code Reckoning15 at tonicsiteshop.com this week for 15% off your new design. Again, that's tonicsiteshop.com and use my code Reckoning15 for 15% off your new design. I can't wait to see what you create. Okay, a couple other tips would be to shoot with and without the flash. Uh, it depends on like your lighting and where you are and things sometimes this works really well and other times it just looks like you're all glowing so i say again shoot it see how it works and you can see if that's something that's going to work for you remember you can always come back and lighten them later but you definitely want to be able to see faces and the animal like i said don't be afraid to get closer or get down on the ground move around you're in the freaking woods who's going to be judging you. It's worth the pictures uh, and worth the time to see what angles work. It's crazy how just like a little adjustment can make the biggest difference in capturing the landscape behind you or the details of the animal or the hunter. And once you've gotten all those fun smiling pictures, don't forget to grab some action shots. Get some close-ups of the antlers, the paws, capture people talking and laughing while they're in the middle of you know congratulating each other or enjoying the moment or just looking at the animal I say just capture like we talked about everything along the way those are all memories and I also really love those close-up shots of like the antlers or the paws or somebody's hand working on something or them strapping stuff to the pack get photos of the pack out and walking out some of the best photos I think are obviously those as someone's got their animal on their pack and they're packing out another hat that i love especially for uh, packing out or in like a darker area is on your iphone there is that little yellow box that you can lock onto like somebody's face or something so you can hold that yellow box down and that will lock in place that's saying that's what i want it on to focus and then there's a slider you'll see a little sun and you can change the exposure you can either slide it up or down kind of play with it and see it depends obviously where you are and what the light's like but this is wild to work with and this is just a recent hack that i figured out you may already know this but it's crazy especially in the mountains it can really capture if you're coming out in like the sunsets right behind the hunter or whatever. It's crazy if you can lock that on there and play with that, that you can not only get a good picture of the hunter, but also you can get the actual colors and everything of the sky or the trees. Sometimes that can be really hard to get. Speaking of lighting, use great lighting. We talked about this as far as moving the animal into a different spot. Obviously, you don't want shadows on faces or or on the animal but if you're just on hikes or you're just getting those action shots remember the golden hour that's the last hour before sunset or the first hour after the sun rises this is like a coveted time for professional photographers and i really love it it is known as you'll hear it as like the golden hour or the magic hour and this provides the perfect light Um, it just gives that golden glow and it is the most stunning light. I just took actually, well, I didn't take it. My friend Candace took it when we were out, her and I were on our general archery deer hunt and we kept getting all these shadows and pictures trying to, um, you know, just take a selfie or get a picture of each other while one of us was glassing and the other wasn't looking. And then all of a sudden that golden hour hit and I was like, dude, (laughs) can you take a picture real quick? And it is wild, just like that five-minute difference from not golden hour to golden hour. The picture of me and my king's camo with my binos, and I think I'm wearing like a sheep feet hat. That is like no filter, no edits, nothing. That golden hour is just money. Uh, so I always say pay attention to the golden hour because it truly illuminates and showcases colors in a whole other light (laughs) if you can capture anything during golden hour definitely do it and just little things to capture that i think are really fun to show uh, maybe people that weren't there with you or to kind of make like a little vlog style video or pictures are you're hiking in hiking out capture the weather what it was like so if you're coming back Uh, To show your family or friends, you can show them, especially if you have crazy weather, what it was like, you know, one day to the next can totally change for us, especially as you get into the later fall hunts. And your location, don't forget to take pictures of camp. Try and use your, the coolest setting on one of the phones now is the nighttime setting. And I totally recommend playing with the nighttime setting on your iPhone when you know, your tent's illuminated and you've got that killer stars that you can get nowhere else, play with that and let it capture light for 10 seconds or whatever it may be. And you might surprise yourself with your photography skills on being able to capture that awesome glowing tint with the stars behind it. Take pictures and videos of your surroundings, get pictures of the vegetation, the trees, the different kinds of flowers, and the river. Sometimes it's just really grounding to look back on what it is you did because a lot of times especially when you're hunting you're so focused on the animal and what you're there for and you may be taking it in slowly here and there but it really is pretty cool to sit back and be like god damn that was beautiful how cool was that have a moment of gratitude and it is again really cool to be able to show the people that weren't there what it was like and maybe inspire them or get them excited to go with If you're feeling like, God, it's just too dark or I don't like the way the lighting hits on this, remember you can always edit these photos at home or later. We have so many options for free apps on our phones or the computer. I personally really like Lightroom. It's easy. I can do a preset for different locations we've been. For instance, like when we went to Robber's Roost, as far as like we were always in the red rocks and in shadows. So once I was able to figure out, okay, this actually brings out the colors of the rocks, you can see faces, there's not so many shadows, I was able to create a preset and then I was able just to hurry and throw all those onto all those photos that were in Robert's Roost with the red rocks and the lighting wasn't great and it made it really quick. So I really like something like that where you can get a cohesive edit across the board and you're able to maybe add a little more details or make something pop because a lot of times you're like, that doesn't look like what it did. I really like using the details to up something like a bison specifically because then it shows all the details of their hide and it just, it really captures the fur. That's another hack. Just utilize that, but don't overdo it. (laughs) (laughs) don't overdo it, but you can edit your photos when you get back. The next thing that we did recently on Cody's bear hunt, because there was a group of us, like you've heard, if you've listened to his episodes, they're a few back. I don't even know. I think they're like episode 30-ish around there. Go back. There's two episodes for that. You can listen to that because there was a group of us. We ended up, there was a large group of us that were out helping. We shared photos with a group. We created a folder on Google Photos, that was something that everybody could use, and we invited everybody that wanted to or had photos to that folder, and then everybody downloaded that app to their phone and it was easy for everyone just to upload all their photos. We kind of just did like select all of them, uploaded it, and people could pick and choose what they wanted. That was a really great, fun way to collaborate with everybody on photos and an easy way to get which photos you wanted and didn't want and it was fun to see what other people got for pictures i recommend creating a folder for one of those apps to be able to collaborate and share photos on with a group easily if you're not air dropping but it's kind of a great way to pick and choose what you actually want on your camera roll and the last thing big ps speaking of adding stuff to your camera roll if you are going into the backwoods and you're going to be out of service wherever you may be, make sure you have enough storage space on your phone. I'm that's me giving myself pep talk because she doesn't have that and I know we're going to be out of service and I have a lot of things that I'm going to want to capture for Cooper's Idaho Deer Hunt. I'm just reminding you guys there is nothing worse than going to capture a picture or a video and getting that fucking sign pop up on your phone saying you're out of storage space would you like to manage it right now it's like no I'd like to take a fucking picture but okay so so you don't have that happen be mindful of this make sure you do what you need to as far as offload your phone and you're better safe than sorry, right? Just go through, clean out your phone. If someone would like to come clean mine out for me, I would appreciate it. But you can use apps like Dropbox. That's what I'm using because I already pay for that with uh, my business and I already have a big plan for that. So I'm going to put mine in Dropbox because they have an app as well. So it makes it easy to, a lot of these do. So Dropbox, Google Photos, and Amazon Photos, those are either free or with like your subscription that you pay for if you're already paying for prime uh, the amazon photos is included but those three dropbox google photos and amazon photos they will automatically upload stuff off your camera onto that app if you have the app on your phone and then also you can access them online so that makes it really nice because something like the icloud if you delete it out of your camera roll, then it gets deleted off the icloud so I would recommend those I'll let you know how Dropbox goes we have like 8,000 something pictures to put on there and the reason why I like the idea of having the app for that is because then when I want to access these photos obviously if I'm not in service I'm probably not gonna be able to access them uh, because of storage but for the most part when you're around at home You can also just bring up the app and look at the pictures on your phone if you want to show somebody these pictures, but they're not using space on your phone. Yeah, that's kind of it. I hope these were helpful. These are kind of just some great reminders that I was going through as I'm getting ready to go out and explore more. And some things that I really think have helped, uh, like I said, over the last year for me on my photography being able to capture things more clearly as i see them because it's so easy to be like that's not what it looked like and you'll it's hard to capture like the size (laughs) of the mountains but i think these are helpful they've helped me um, and i hope they help you i'm excited to see if you use any of these for your future adventures and if you do be sure to tag us i would love to see what it is that you are up to and if you have any other tips for photography with your phone i know we got a little more specific towards the hunts but that's kind of where we are right now in everything i would love to hear from you and help us out it always helps to learn be sure to leave a comment on the article or just message us on Instagram or TikTok and let us know and we can share with everybody else. Okay, I am out to prep some more food for some upcoming hunts. Till next time please don't forget to subscribe. If you're listening to us on Apple podcasts, leave a five-star rating and review. It seriously helps more than, you know, if you took something away from this podcast or you enjoyed it, please take a screenshot of you listening to it or a selfie and tag us on Instagram at the reckoning podcast or me at Brittany We're excited to chat with you next week.